the we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pound. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Welcome to the Stairway to Heaven. We're coming to you bringing insights into the ever-changing high-frequency currents now beating the planet and their effect on us all. The source of vital information for the evolving human being. I'm Gwilda Wiecka. Animal communication and the unified field. How do they do that without having a mid-air collision? I marveled while watching a huge flock of small birds darkening the horizon. Together they formed a sinuous shadow, weaving and turning on a dime in perfect concert, backed by a large expanse of gray cloudy sky. Across the ages, humans have wondered at the innate ability animals display in nonverbal communication and cooperation. We try to explain it through the concept of body language and sense of smell, but there's no way body language or scent alone could enable a flock of birds to exhibit such precision of flight. There's just too much lag time between the time information is picked up and transmuted to the brain and the adjustment needed to fly as one. Animals also have uncanny instincts that humans seem to lack. We've all heard stories of animals displaying knowledge of things they have no apparent way of perceiving at all. I was sitting at my desk balancing my checkbook when my golden retriever bolted up out of a dead sleep, howling mournfully. She ran to me, put her head in my lap, and continued to whimper. She was inconsolable for another half hour. I was terrified she was sick and in pain. Then the phone rang. It was hospice, informing me my father had just passed. I had the presence of mind to ask his time of death. The nurse informed me he'd crossed 30 minutes before. My golden of father had been very close. He was amazing with animals, fed stray cats, and always had biscuits in his pockets for the dogs. Even the meanest of dogs would warm up to him when no one else dared approach them. There was never a horse he couldn't calm, and the chickens followed him wherever he went on the farm. The children, he was like the Pied Piper, loved by one and all, even the shyest among them. All he had to do was show up where children were present, and soon he'd be surrounded by them. He was the kindest, biggest-hearted man I'd ever known. 
What gave him his magic way with children and animals? How did he communicate with them that most of us did not? There's an answer to be found in the deeper esoteric principles of the way life works. There's a river of light that flows through all things. For our purposes, we'll categorize it into two major forms of frequency, masculine or positive, charged from from galactic light, and negative or feminine charge from the earth. In the case of humans, the pranic tube, which is an energy channel running up and down the center of the body, takes in earth light from below and galactic light from above. This light, or frequency, spirals up from below and down from above, weaving in and out around the chakras in a double helix configuration. The chakras take in both forms of light and prison them into the colors associated with each chakra. Our ability to take in light or frequency is dictated by our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual health and clarity. There is a measurable, scientific-proven electromagnetic field surrounding the body of humans and animals. This field is a form of a torus and is generated by the physical heart as it pumps blood in a spiral configuration, causing blood cells to spin. The red blood cells contain iron, as does the Earth's core. The Earth spinning around her iron core creates the electromagnetic field of the planet. Though somewhat different in form and function, not just humans and animals, but the elements and most everything have electromagnetic fields. These fields extend well beyond the body creating them. So what does this have to do with animal communication and my father's amazing gift? Some years ago, NASA discovered that wherever the sun's electromagnetic field crosses that of the Earth, a strange phenomenon occurred. These crossover points created rifts in time and space. NASA named these crossover places X-points. The phenomenon of X-points occur anywhere one electromagnetic field crosses another. The sudden joining of magnetic fields can propel jets of charged particles from the X-point, creating an electron diffusion region. Frequency information can cross through an X-point unencumbered by time and space. A handy function if you, like a flock of birds, need instant intel. The positive and negative expressions of light cause each chakra to spin, forming an electromagnetic field around each one. These fields interact with the electromagnetic field generated by the human heart and through the X-points created where they intersect. They send energy out into the world through the toroidal field of the human body by way of X-points created where the human body toroidal field crosses that of another human or anything else generating an electromagnetic field. Each chakra has differing function expression. Depending on what's going on within us, be it physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual, our chakras activate accordingly. For instance, if we're trying to get someone to do our bidding, impose our will, so to speak, the yellow chakra located at the solar plexus will automatically activate, sending energetic impulses or frequency information to our body's field through the X-points created where the field of the yellow chakra and that of the body intersect. This frequency information is then passed through our electromagnetic field to the person that we're trying to impact through the X-points created wherever our field crosses theirs. The yellow chakra is our will center. If that person is not aware of our energy influence attempting to impose will on them, they're likely to be unconsciously subjected to it and do our bidding. 
When we are attracted to another person, our red chakra activates and sends out come hither messaging in the same way. In the case of a seductress or a seducer, they use the magnetism of sexual energy to manipulate while using the will of the yellow chakra to control. In this case, both the red and the yellow chakras will activate. The red draws their victim to them, while the yellow imposes their will to get them to do what they want. A nasty business, that. This is how we energetically interact with the world. It's also the anatomy of the human collective consciousness and the unified field. Our ability to access the collective consciousness and unified field is dictated by our physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual health and clarity. The same is true of animals. Animals have a similar chakric system that works in much the same way. Connecting them to each other, their collective consciousness, and the unified field. Wolves, flocks of birds, and schools of fish can communicate in this way and become one organism with amazing precision of movement and intent. Like myself, most of us have marveled at a school of fish or a flock of birds moving together in impossible synchronicity as if they're one organism. Humans are constantly sending and receiving information in the same way. Problem being, as in the example of the yellow and red chakra, we're mostly unconscious of both and unable to take advantage of the information coming in or be mindful and purposeful in what's sent out. Add to that emotional damage, hidden agendas, triggers, and fearful responses causes us to send out a jumble soup of frequency information from numerous chakras at once. This creates static in our field that's exceedingly difficult to decipher. One reason wild animals avoid humans. The energetic noise is chaotic and registers as danger. Understandable, given the unbalanced state of most humans. When confronted with a wild animal that could be dangerous, I'm very conscious and mindful to drop into my heart and broadcast love and appreciation for their beauty rather than fear. Fear engages the red or root chakra, which has dominion over survival, fight-or-flight responses. Engagement of the red chakra in the absence of heart registers as prey to predators and as a source of danger to horses or other prey animals. This is what gives experienced animal handlers the edge, allowing them to be in the presence of a bear without inciting an attack or a horse without spooking it. The secret of the horse whisperer. No one is sure how far the electromagnetic field is generated by the animals and humans, how far it extends, but I have seen evidence of communication over great distances, as in the case of my golden retriever. While she was in Colorado when she sensed my father's passing, he was in Wyoming. Another factor is intensity. Most of us had the hair rise on the back of our arms and neck and felt deep distress when nothing in our environment would account for it only to discover later that someone we were emotionally close to was in deep anguish at exactly that time. Intent also plays a role. Who's not had a friend or a loved one come to mind just before the phone rang with that person on the line? We have a heart connection that spans goodness only knows how far. When someone we're connected with intends to call us, this activates their yellow chakra. That intent travels through the X points of our electromagnetic fields due to our heart connection. If the other person is in a resting state, uncluttered internally, they might be aware of it when that happens. This will register as the other person coming to mind just before they call.
The key is heart connection as an, and an uncluttered field. As a result of all the static in our field, we've lost connection with the Unify field and the vital information contained therein. This prevents many of us from being alerted when someone else energetically enters our field. It would be interesting to know how many of the emotions we feel of a day belong to us or, in fact, belong to someone else with whom we're connected. No one is an island, but rather disconnected from our own hearts and the information to be found there. This explains why some people are lonely, while others are not. I live alone in a large acreage in the mountains, but I'm rarely lonely. The area is full of wildlife and birds. I have a feeder many birds come to. I love the birds, and they love me. Probably because I feed them. But nonetheless, we have a heart connection, making me feel unified rather than isolated. I also have friends and family with whom I enjoy an open heart connection. I'm aware of their presence in my field, regardless of where they live. Another case in point, animals instinctively go to higher ground well before a tsunami hits shore, while most humans are totally unconscious of the approaching danger. The animals pick up the currents of life moving through the unified field, while humans do not. Realigning and refining our awareness of wielding our chakras and the ability to maintain an open and loving heart are vital in reconnecting with the unified field. If we're to survive as a species, we must return to the circle of life, become part of the whole, and in cooperation with it. Once aware of the messages coming from the unified field, we too can easily find safe passage. The X-point method of communication applies across species. The ravens and wolves hunt together. The ravens scout for prey and communicate its location to the wolves. The wolves work together as a pack, take it down, and once the wolves are done with their meal, the ravens eat what remains. Whether the human is aware of it or not, a good human-animal team uses this form of communication, such as between shepherds and sheepdogs, police officers and police dogs, a horse and rider, or a falconer and a hawk. The clearer and less cluttered the human field, the more easily read by the animal. Through a combination of heart connection, observance of body language, and agreed-upon intent, animals of differing species, including humans, can develop a very effective team, combining the gifts of both. The heart is the key to this form of communication, as the electromagnetic field of all animals is generated by the heart. The heart connection in the form of love between animal and human facilitates the bond and flow of information. The ability to approach anyone or anything with an open heart allows this amazing form of communication to take place. This, all good animal communicators instinctively know, and that is the explanation for my father's magic, his big open heart. The internet is full of heartwarming stories of human helping a wild animal in distress, only to be approached and aided by an animal of the same species at a later date. This is evidence of the collective consciousness within a species and the ability to share information and commit it to memory. There's still so much we don't know about animals and their ability to share and store information in the collective field. We think of animals as inferior to us, lacking in the communication department. <laughs> How laughable. They're just waiting for us to get it together and join them in the circle of life. 
Thank you for joining me, Gwilda Wiecka, on the Stairway to Heaven, where we provide updates on the energetic currents facilitating our evolution into conscious, powerful co-creators. Until next time, may you be blessed on your sacred path to wholeness. We are here. The time is now.